0: The controller Hustle also sneakers on the intro That's what we're talking about Alright, cut that, 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 cut that How's everybody doing today? This is episode 3 of the Rojo Show podcast Digital claps I don't have any digital claps But I do have some very, very interesting topics today I'm going to try to keep the podcast to an hour We're going to try to do an hour today I've heard some I haven't heard complaints necessarily But I have gotten some feedback About the length of the podcast Um, Listen man The podcasts I listen to are long What's long? Is an hour and a half really that long? Is it really? Joe Rogan's podcast is two hours Bill Burr's podcast is about An hour, 10, 15 minutes Then somebody's gonna say And this this is typical thinking Somebody's gonna say well, don't you want to wait until you kind of build a name? Why are, you, why are you comparing yourself to them? Who am I supposed to compare myself to? You want me to compare myself to number twos and threes and fours? I'm going for number one. Why not? Ugh. Thinking small. Why would I think small? Why not? There's a bunch of people that don't even really know what a podcast is. I could be introducing people to podcasts. So why should I ration out what I think is some valuable content? just on the thought that, you know, I'm not so and so. Come on now, people. I got notes somewhere. Hold on. Where are my notes? Got notes for you people. This is going to be uh this is going to be a much more focused podcast. A lot of, lot of a lot of a lot of my well not a lot of them. My last two podcasts were kind of a uh, kind of rant heavy. Um this one's going to be rant heavy too. But I got some topics that I really want to touch on. Since I have this uh this platform, since I have this forum, I kinda wanna uh kinda wanna do some good with it, kinda wanna get some real opinions out. So I figured I would write some things down just to make sure I touched on some points. I already talked about my iPod. I lost my iPod. I am feeling I feel a couple ways about it. Uh am I upset about it? Yes. Okay. It was awesome it was a gift it was engraved hashtag we eating over here on the back of it I had a lot of nice music on it I come from the backpack era where you always had your headphones and your cd player you know so to have an ipod is really just the the evolution of the b-boy and the evolution of the backpacker so I had my ipod with all my tunes on it whenever I wanted it if I was feeling like I wanted to get deep and introspective Then I'm listening to some Can I borrow a dollar from Well I'm not really messing with comment right now I Might pull out some you know uh, The Roots I, I was real big on Black Thought You know if I'm feeling some some new wave I might listen to some, some Cure Some Bowie Some late 80's Bowie You know That iPod you just click it and you listen to whatever you want to So I'm really hurting missing my iPod on one hand On the other hand Let's be totally honest I have come up on an iPod or two Through some I I have acquired Let's say A couple iPods in my day So If this is karma coming around I'm totally down with that I totally accept that I just want to know That's what it is Basically I'm willing to take my lumps I just want to know That it's a lump I'm taking So I can get another one And get it loaded up And be back on my Back on my On my Grizzly On my grind Uh, Another case of overly aggressive cops. This time it's in Fairfield, Cincinnati. Um, I watched the video. I posted the video on my Facebook page. I can probably post it on my Twitter a little bit later. But um, just some things I looked at or I noticed from the video. First off, the video is very, very disturbing to look at. Okay. Kind of hurts my heart. It's basically a lot of women and young girls at a water park in bathing suits being very being handled very, very, very aggressively, extremely aggressively. In my in my uh, in my opinion, were they I don't even think that they were they were that necessarily, quote unquote, mouthy. Because I guess and and that's just that in itself shows my conditioning by the police. But, you know, just as the fact that I can imply or, or, or think that people were citizens were being mouthy or being aggressive, talking aggressively to the police as something that could escalate this to a physical altercation and have the police be okay with it. But it was just there was very little conversation before the officers started pulling out their handcuffs for in my mind for a, a, some some ladies you know a couple a couple adult women and some young and some young ladies and it's just number one i didn't know male police officers could grab women like that like i thought usually especially when they're like not fully clothed or in compromising positions they usually like to bring female cops in to kind of handle those type of situations now, I myself have a lot of opinions on the female aesthetic within law enforcement. Um, a lot of times they, either, they, they have to kind of conform with what the male officers are doing for risk of being ostracized. And they already are kind of thought less of because they're women, unfortunately, especially in a job like that. Same thing I would kind of assume with um, firefighters. But. There was only one female officer there and she was pretty aggressive with them too. And I feel like she came in on the end of it where she might not have known how fast it escalated or what really was the catalyst of the issue. But, I mean, these are adult white officers like hemming these women up, like bending their arms. And any, most black men, on most men, I don't want to, I mean, ugh. I mean, most men listening to the podcast, if you are African-American, you definitely know what I'm talking about. On a broader scale, most men, because I assume men in some cases have had altercations with the police. If not, you know what it's like to have your arm bent in a chicken wing. Everybody knows, every man knows what a chicken wing is. If you've look, if you watched two episodes of WCW, WWF Raw, WWE, whatever, you know what a chicken wing is To have your arm aggressively put in a chicken wing Basically with your hand At your shoulder blade That is excruciating pain On your shoulder Okay, God forbid I, I've separated my shoulder God forbid I have a, a Aggressive altercation with a police officer If he does my arm like that My shoulder will probably pop out of socket But they are chicken winging these women Okay Zip tying them And then one of the guys pulled out a pepper spray and pepper sprayed him. Now, a lot of people are going to have a problem with what I'm about to say, but if I'm going to give you one side, I got to give you the other. Don't think white people and other, don't think other people don't see us when we put our shit out on TV all ignorant and we give them the... The the probable cause to deal with us. Like we might be on some wild shit. Okay. You can't think that they don't watch basketball wives. And see us throwing glasses at each other. And throwing bottles across the table. Don't think that they don't see us on. You know. Uh, Blood sweating and heels. And all these other bullshit shows. Where we get on there. And we glorify turning up. And wilding out. And being about that life, because that gives them a reason to th- to come into a situation with some thought that we might be on some shenanigans. And I'm not saying we need to change how we act or we need to change our behavior, but in a sense we do. And we need to be. I'm not saying that that gives them a right to treat us this way, like fucking animals. But we have to not put ourselves into in positions to be looked at like fucking animals. But I'm just looking at this and I'm just like, if they're this aggressive with women, I can't imagine what they would do to a man. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. They'd shoot us. Next topic. Let's keep it going. All right. So I kind of have to talk about Rachel Dazel, right? Dolezal? Dolezal. That's what we're going to go with. All. Um, <laughs> If you follow my Facebook or my Instagram, Facebook is my name, Jared Lathan. And my Instagram is Shy Roho. Again, if you if if you're from a Chicago and you see CHI and you think that's chi, you should jump off a building. CHI is shy. So Instagram, Shy Roho, SoundCloud, Shy Roho, Twitter. Twitter, I'm J A uh J A Lathan. Um at Twitter. And then my Facebook is Jared Lathan. But I posted some uh, some Rachel Dozel, Dolezal pictures, some memes. I made those memes, okay? For all you reposters, I made those. So those are original. So those are original laughs. But just let's, okay, okay. So my whole take on it is a lot of black people are just mad because they was, I mean, jokingly, my joking take on it is if you're hating on Rachel, you're probably lacking in some areas of quote-unquote blackness yourself, Okay? If you mad at Rachel, you probably mad because you turned double-dutch double-handed. That's why you mad at her, okay? If you mad at Rachel, it's because you're the black person that shows up to the picnic and nobody wants to touch a potato salad, okay? Rachel Dolezal was good at Dolezal. I keep trying to, I'm going to go Dolezal, okay? I'm I'm trying to give her some soul. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, okay? Because Dolezal, Dolezal, that's definitely not a black name But Dolezal you could probably kind of swag up a little bit You can kind of swing that Like you know what I'm saying I'm Dolezal baby You know what I'm saying You can see that on the back of a basketball jersey Or something like that But So yeah She she could probably make some real good cornbread she, She's kind of thick I'm just saying she, She's kind of slugging in, in, the, in the words of my man Reese G She's kind of slugging back there Somebody might want to roll up on her All right might want to roll up on Rachel Dozel, but um, did you see? The, if you saw the pictures of her as a young child, um, she was rough looking. She looked way better as a sister. I mean, I think I feel like if the choice was hers, the choice was obvious. Her parents gave us some a, a, rough, a rough deal with the genetics, but um, so Rachel Dozel, she was born in Montana, okay. Her parents adopted four younger black siblings. So, okay, so it's okay for those four black, I would like to talk to them because they think that her sister was, you know, doing some kind of blackface. One of them, number one, the both, one of them name is Ezra and one of them is named Zach, okay? Probably name changes when they got them, all right? So that kind of says something, About the parents that they changed their names I'm assuming they changed their names I don't know they changed their names But I don't think that they were born I mean there's four of them Three of them African American One of them is Haitian And two of them that spoke out Are named Ezra and Zach And I don't think that those are their original names But whatever They're totally throwing her under the bus One of them compared what she's doing to blackface Talking about how in the 1900s What she was doing was highly racist I mean listen, I've seen bodybuilders, I've seen women in Lincoln Park and in Highland Park with way, way darker tans. Nobody's talking about them. What what is what is the difference? I mean, she she was she was visibly stuck when that reporter asked her if this was her father and if she was African American. She didn't answer, she walked away. But I'm just saying when you're raised with four black siblings, she's 37. So she came up in the 90s. I mean, she basically had a perfect excuse to identify with African-American culture. I don't see why her family is outing her so hard. They basically gave her a path like she might as well had a thought she was in a black family. Why not? You got four black brothers that your your, your parents have have. Voluntarily brought into your household. Why you're the minority now? Why 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 wouldn't you just blend in? Then I'm clicking through the channels at the gym. I see uh, Fox News. They got some white lady on there talking to Nicole Ari Parker and Boris Kojo about it. Now listen, I'm not doubting that they had an opinion to give. I'm just saying. They, and maybe this is why they picked them. Maybe they picked them because they are two people that can kind of identify as other things. Nicole Ari Parker can straighten her hair. I mean, I mean, in this interview, she had some kind of like dreadlock thing in, which I think speaks a lot to some bullshit too. She came on a white network to talk about some black shit. So she wanted to make sure she played up her black shit. That's the same shit that Rachel Dozel did. I feel, I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like if you were in a racial position where you can kind of pick and choose what you're doing is very similar. You are playing the odds. She found a way that she could be a little bit more culturally ambiguous and nobody really questioned her on it or called her on it. And when she did, she had some slick little answers to kind of get around or circumvent giving an honest answer. But I mean, I, we, we experience it every day. Okay, I have a friend, I have a good friend of mine who months into working with her and, uh, well not months, but weeks, uh, weeks into working with her and I'm sure other people, if she allowed it, would go much, much longer thinking that she is a white woman. But she's not, she's Latina. And you would never guess it unless A, she told you, or B, she started kicking some Spanish shit. Cause she, when she speaks Spanish, she can't hide it. Cause she's she's Latina, so she's passionate. You know, so when she's speaking a shit, she's. I mean, she's. Look, the fact that you can't physically l- look at her and tell that she's not Latina is not her fault. Okay, the fact that she speaks very good English and doesn't necessarily speak with an accent at all times is not her fault. But when she does speak Spanish, she speaks it like somebody is fresh off the boat. So you wouldn't even tell. But I would be interested in asking her if she feels a pressure to in some way identify herself as a Latina or make it known. But we all come. We I know sometimes when I'm on the phone, I tend to talk in a way that may disguise the way I come across on the phone. I know that when people read Jared Adam Lathan on an application, unless I check African American, they may not know whose name that is. Like, we all, in some ways, we all, in some ways, play with this gray area if we can, okay, of where people may make assumptions about us and we can kind of change them. And that's how I take this Rachel Dozel thing I think her family is real bogus for throwing her under the bus like that um, A lot of people are making a big A lot of white people that are talking about it Are talking about how she taught African American studies classes At some school I didn't look that much of it up I did enough research on this shit But um, who cares that she taught African American classes? I'm sure every black person out there At some point has had A white person try to teach them some shit I had a white girl try to teach me About ordering chicken That's what The face you're making right now Or I'm assuming you're making That's what the fuck I said How you gonna tell me She trying to tell me about ordering Harold's? She trying to tell me about ordering Harolds. This bitch started off talking about the one on Cermak I'm like you're done You're done Hit the showers You're done Okay You probably order your mild sauce on the side Okay Get out of here Okay Lady behind the glass probably gotta ask you three times what? 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 You know you gotta get up on that glass Look here mama I need listen. listen Look at mama Look at mama Alright I need six wings I need six wings hot Mild sauce me get some salt and pepper Yep. Uh Uh-huh, all the fries, yep. Let me get a strawberry kiwi mystic. And let me get one of them, let me get a piece of that caramel cake. Let me get the fresh one. Don't give me one of the ones that's been on the bottom. Let me get a fresh one. Big gonna try to tell me about ordering Harold's. Come on now. But we've always, I mean, we've all had uh, a teacher teaching us African-American studies or African week in grade school. I remember in grade school, I had this Irish teacher. We spent... Two days on Africa and a test. She was Irish. We spent three weeks on Ireland. We had three uh, three projects, three different assignments. Major credit. Why? Because she was Irish. But when she was teaching African shit, she glazed over it. That's why half of us don't know shit about our people. Because we were taught by people that didn't know anything about it. At least Rachel had to learn some shit. At least she had to make sure that her cover was tight. She had to learn the words to Lucini. This is it, what? Lucini falling from the sky, let's get rid. what? She know all the, she know, she know Uh, Left Eyes verse in Ladies Night. Or the, the Brat verse, she know the Brat verse in Ladies Night. That's impressive. Come on now. Rachel Dozier was killing me. Y'all need to get off her back. What else are we talking about, man? NBA Finals were last night this is for my dad sports talk from my dad NBA finals were last night Crown the Golden State Warriors the 2014-15 NBA champions great performances by those guys look LeBron had another awesome game awesome game killed it don't know his stats exactly didn't look him up but he killed it again didn't get no help from nobody J.R. Smith came in and hit some threes In the last three minutes of the game But um listen Not enough And I tell you LeBron could have won that game If you're a Cleveland Cavs fan right now If you're a LeBron James fan You should be upset with LeBron right now Cause he could have won that game Okay He could have won that game If you look at it all through the third quarter Every time LeBron drives left and they were letting him. Andre Iguodala was sticking good D on him. He was sticking good D on him. That's why he got finals MVP. He was sticking good D on LeBron. But every time he drove to the left, got to the cup, he got to the basket, and he scored. Once Jr. Smith came out of hiding and hit those two threes, the game was only down four points. All he needs to do is put his head down and drive to the basket. And what does he do? Jacking up threes, passing the ball. You can't make comments about putting it all on your back and then do all that passing shit. You can't, because you're not putting it on your back. He could have won that game. Once he got within four points, he could have put his head down, charged to the basket, and got some and ones. But he didn't. He started shooting threes, started passing it, gave up. You're not a champion like that, yo. Is he the best player on the planet? Sure. Best player on the planet, Definitely. Best player on the planet cannot beat the best team. Okay. Not by itself. Best player on the planet cannot beat the best team, as we saw last night. I don't know if he averaged a triple double, but he had he he had a he had more he had two? Two triple doubles? He definitely had multiple thirty five plus games, thirty five point plus games in the playoffs. Definitely. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough to beat the best team. And that's what you got to do. You got to beat the best team in the NBA because it's a team game. Team sport. Um. So I bought my ticket. Bought my ticket. I will be in Seattle on a little road trip. You'll hear about it because I will... Be doing the podcast on the road with my man, William James. Clap it up for William James. He will be a guest on the podcast. Do a couple of of episodes from the road, from the road ski. And um, he should be a lot of fun. He's been writing some novels on Facebook about some of these uh, things that have been going on. This Rachel Dozel thing has really had him writing a lot, a bunch of shit. He's a he's a writer. He gets his point out there. Um do I read it all? Not in one sitting. Honestly. Not in one sitting. I have to kinda do it and then take a little intermission and come back. But um he he definitely voices some opinions. So those will probably be a little deeper podcast too. A little heavy technical as uh as um Dante says, Heavy technical on those podcasts. But um, what else are we gonna talk about? So I saw this thing. I posted it to my Twitter. I posted it to my Facebook. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you'll you'll hear it though. This is what it's for. So they're blaming something else on us, fellas. Um, to shave or not to shave, female armpit hair is getting its moment. So apparently, on a couple red carpets, and namely Miley Cyrus's new paper paper magazine spread. If you're familiar with paper magazine, or if you're not familiar with paper magazine, paper magazine is the one that helped Kim Kardashian break the internet, quote unquote, and show her ass and her everything else. I, I heard that there were like pictures of her, like butt ass naked, but I didn't like from the front, but I didn't see those. Um, I'll check it out for show sure, for show. Sure. But um, apparently in the last couple of years, there's been this whole, This whole upswing of women in uh, women endorsing hair under their arms. Which, of course, when they get a feminist spin on it, they're saying, you know, um, I'm trying to look for the cute for the uh, the cute little. The cute little man hating cute little man-hating quote they have but it's about how you know men have made women want to shave under their arms because we set the uh we set the standard for female beauty and i mean of course that's true to a certain extent but i don't know a lot of men i can't say that i mean men do we care if women shave under their arms is, is, is the armpit a place where we really, are Are guys eating armpit? Are they eating armpit? I know they're eating booty. Eating booty is a big thing now, which I don't, I mean, I'll get into Maybe I'll talk about that later, but I hey. mean, eating, I don't know. I don't, I, armpits, I don't know. I mean, I think it's something that I pay attention to because women pay attention to it. I think armpit specifically. There are other things that I notice. Do I notice hairy legs? Eh, sometimes. I mean, no. What I notice, what I notice is when the hair is growing back, and it feels like you're rolling around in the grass and like dry grass, and you're getting pricked with the pricklies. I notice that. But if you if the hair grew a little longer and it was like smooth, I don't know if I would notice it as much you know oh you know you know, you know uh, a older woman tried to teach me about uh women with hairy legs uh i still remember that lesson that was a uh, it was kind of weird but i liked it <laughs> but hairy underarms i mean when i was in europe like okay so european women don't shave under their arms that like when i was in europe in the year i was there um, we was riding on a tram And it was lots of women with hairy underarms In Italy and in France and in Spain um, And they were still super sexy I, I think it's an issue if, if there's like a smell attached to it Like are oh, your underarms smelly With the hair underneath I don't know I don't know if any man has a problem with that Like a little you know uh, If you If you got a little hair under there And it's not smelly It might not be that bad I'm looking at this picture. I'm looking at some pictures in an the article. They got one of Julia Roberts in 1999. They got one of Lady Gaga performing on stage somewhere with, it like a ta- with a turquoise wig on. And she's got turquoise, like, coochie hair stuck to her jeans. And then she's got, like, turquoise armpit hair under. I don't know if it's hers. It might be hers. She's a method performer like that, isn't she? Um... And then they've got a picture of Madonna that may be pretty recent with some hair under her arms. But if you look at this, if you look at this Madonna picture, am I crazy in thinking that this kind of looks like uh, she put some plugs in there or like it's not real? Yeah, this picture of Madonna, this isn't her real armpit hair. That's that's false. But then they got this, they got a couple of pictures of Miley Cyrus and in her paper paper uh, spread, she's got long armpit hair, but it's like she's like also covered in like some kind of like yogurt mud and ho- hugging um a fucking pig. So I mean, I don't I don't know what you want to do. It is all this like feminists talk about men setting the standards of women. I listen, if women wanted to stop shaving their armpits I'm sure men would come along with it in some way I mean I have little quirks that I don't like about women Like little pet peeves um, Like a big pet peeve of mine is Messed up nail polish Now I'm not opposed to nail polish But if you're gonna have it I would prefer it not be chipped and looking shitty You know Especially on your feet Cause your feet is is real easy for feet to go left You know Feet are real cute Until they're not And then when they're not They're not at all <laughs> So if you're not If you're not gonna put Nail polish on them That's fine You know You wanna keep them Shaped up And you know Low whatever That's cute too But if you are gonna Put polish on them They need to be Polished all the way Shouts to whoever But I'm just saying You know So that's one of my quirks I don't really know If I trip on Underarm hair I haven't really Been faced with it So I can't really Tell you But Um, I don't know I don't, I I don't think that's something men force on women I don't think so I think women can shave their underarms arms if they want to I don't give a D Um, but yeah That is most of what I wanted to talk about today I mean I didn't have a lot I just wanted to hit y'all with that On the top top, on the tippy so I'm going to upload this to SoundCloud. Now listen, it's official now, okay? Because I've exceeded the little, um, the little data usage limit on my free uh, SoundCloud subscription. So now I gotta pay to lo- upload as much as I want. So now it's about to get crazy. All right. So it's two, two to three cat pies every week. Um, definitely two. If I feel like I want to throw a little extra one in, I might throw a little extra one in if I feel like it. Wait. Oh, this is hilarious. Yeah, um, little thing I wanted to throw up here one time. Okay, so apparently I'm looking at the founders of the NAACP, um, two of which were white, one of which was black. This really doesn't have anything to do with what I'm talking about, but just talking about, uh, the NAACP specifically because I thought about this when I, uh, when I first uh, heard about it. Um, number one, you can't white people who try to use the NAACP being started by black uh, by two white people and W.EB. Du Bois, uh, Moorefield story, Mary White Ovington and W.EB. Du Bois uh, we had to get y'all involved at some point, okay and you need to be involved now but i don't feel like that's something crazy to ask like if you look in if you look at some of the things that go on in society you'll obviously come to the realization or come to the conclusion that there are some um inequalities and if you have an honest if you have an issue with that and you want to change that then yes you need to help some black people in the in the fight because if, with you all being the my, the minority or the majority it it's really um, I don't know how it is to think that we should be able to make up this kind of thing on our own. not, not, not the NAACP, not that we couldn't come up with it, but I mean to get the necessary traction behind it. like with, with at the, especially at the time, with white people being the majority, to get it going, there had to be some kind of white participation. And don't white people want to participate? in somehow, uh, atoning for some of the things that I know you didn't do, but ancestors have done. I mean, we're definitely paying for shit. I mean, I know every time, every time a black motherfucker don't pay in a restaurant, I pay, I I pay in some way. Cause I got to, I tip, I got to pay the black tax. That's what I call it. I call it the black tax. The, the tax that some black people need to pay for others. I don't know why everybody else doesn't have this tax. I mean, uh, well, some, I mean, Muslims definitely have a tax. There's definitely a Muslim tax. Every Muslim person that gets treated like a terrorist but isn't, you're paying a tax. Every time I get treated like an ignorant nigga and I'm not one, I'm paying some kind of tax. I got a tip extra for the five people that walked out and was like, okay, the bill was 27, 19, I'm going to leave 30, and that's a tip. For every person that does that, I got to leave 22% black tax. For every nigga that only wears a suit to, um, to jail, I got to ride the bus in a suit and I got to ride my bike in a suit and I got to cut my grass in a suit just so it's not the only place they see black people wearing a suit is in jail. They can say, hey, I saw a black dude mowing his lawn in a suit. They don't only wear him to jail to, to court black tax. So, I mean, but as we've talked, as, as many people have discussed in the past, white people or other, there's very few races that you look at and then you assume everything that you've seen from other people on that person, it's specifically with white people. You don't look at white people and think, hmm, he might walk into the movie theater and kill 12 people. You can't look at a white guy and say Hmm he looks like he might Kill people Chop up the bodies and eat them I don't know why you can't I do I lock my doors when white people walk past me White people are dangerous Just as dangerous as anybody else You afraid of black people Be afraid of white people They are subject to do just as fucked up shit Easily Sometimes more egregiously But yeah, they're talking about the founders of the NAACP not being black, not being all black. No, they're not. Sorry, if that disappointed you in some way. But yeah, okay. So I threw in that last little bit just because, I don't know, I I felt it in the moment. But this is episode three of the Rojo Show. I'm your host, Rojo. Uh, This is Wednesday. I'll probably be back. Friday is a bad day. Might be back Saturday. Might do a weekend podcast, first weekend Rojo show. But um, you guys be cool. Still don't have a good sign off, so I'll say be good and be good to people.